Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored presented by my good friends over at Burns and McCoy. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. However you're listening or watching, just click on that subscribe button. Very easy. And then if you're able, go ahead and share it with your friends. All right, coming up on today's show, we're going to talk about the impact of the Von Miller trade and Aaron Rodgers. He's pissing people off, but should he be? And then random topics requested by some of you, including a monkey attack. Yes, it's going to be a great show because there's a monkey attack in there. So we're going to get to that. But first, do yourself, your friends, your family, do them all a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy. I just went to the store this morning and went to King Supers, and I grabbed some Burns Burns and McCoy hot sauce. I got the Especia Roja, and that's what I do. That's That's my jam. I love it. But they also have great salsas, dressings, mustards, margarita mix, Bloody Mary mix. Burns and McCoy is a family-run business, and their goal is to bring you only the best products made with the finest ingredients. And food should be fun, and they provide that fun with each unique flavor profile that they offer. You can uh, check them out at all grocery stores in the front range or go to burnsandmccoy.com. Yeah, it was crazy. Before we get into all the meat of this uh, podcast, when you have kids... Keeping them locked in on dinner and not getting into the rut of cooking the same shit every single night, it's hard. So I remembered that one time my wife and I went and had some, I don't remember what restaurant, but one of the side uh, or the appetizers was you get cauliflower and you bake it and you put like hot sauce on it. I'm like, let's try that tonight. So I did that yesterday, super easy, and it was freaking phenomenal. Oh, my God. I'll tell you the recipe real quick. All right, so you preheat the oven to 425, 425 degrees. That's Fahrenheit, okay? In case you're listening, I got some uh, listeners overseas. Yes, I've looked at it. I got a lot of you overseas. Okay, I'm talking about Fahrenheit, so you can do the conversion to Celsius. But anyway, 425, and you're going to... Chop up your head or whatever it's called of cauliflower into like bite size, whatever you want them to be. And then you add some oil, salt, and garlic powder, right? Mix it all up. Put it on uh, on a baking sheet. Stick it in there for about 25 minutes. Pull it out after 25 minutes. What you're going to do is you're going to mix your favorite hot sauce. I suggest Burns and McCoy because it's amazing. And then you put about just over a quarter cup of hot sauce mixed with about a tablespoon of melted butter. Mix it up, and then you mix it all with the the cauliflower, then put it back in the oven for an additional 15 minutes, and then boom, greatness. Now, you can also add breadcrumbs to that initial thing. I actually forgot that. You add some breadcrumbs, and it gives it a little bit more uh, texture, and it's great. So there you go, boom. Didn't know you are getting a recipe today, did you? You're welcome, and it was amazing. And my kids, it wasn't too hot for them, Depending on how spicy you want it is is what kind of hot sauce you want to use. But I use the the Roja. Is it Roja or Rojo? God, I always want to say it's Roja. It's Roja. Anyway, I need to write that down. But anyway, it's good, good recipe. Can we also agree real quick that because we have daylight savings time coming up, we're, we're going to fall back and we lose an hour. And if you have young kids, this is really fucking annoying. It's annoying in general, but we have to, when you have small kids, especially ours that are just like clockwork, they don't 
always sleep in. My son kind of does, but my daughter right now, she, like clockwork, for the past six months has been waking up at 6 a.m. So what I have to do since we fall back is I don't want her to be waking me up at, what, 5 a.m. once the time changes. So we have to slowly push through this week. We we extend our dinner time. Instead of eating at, say, 5.10, we're eating, I'll, like on Monday, start. we're going to eat at 5.25. And then, you know, you slowly push it back and push it back until by the time, uh, you know, Friday hits, it's going to be we're, we're eating at, like, say, 6 o'clock, which is actually 5 o'clock, and then you kind of do that. And you do the same thing as you push their bedtime back. This is all the weird shit I never thought about until I had kids. And then, like, when your kids wake up like clockwork, it, it, it's good, but then it's really frustrating because you have to do this shit. Now, some kids out there, and you're lucky if you have these kids where they don't, they just wake up whenever you tell them to wake up. And it's not a big deal. Good for you. Fucking great for you. But I don't live in that world. I live in the world where they, my daughter will wake me up at 5 a.m. And that, it's scary to me. It is. So it's funny because you have to like push back everything and prep for it. I was telling Orlando Franklin about this. Former offensive line for the Denver Broncos and former host for the fan. Now a coach for, I believe, the 49ers. I was telling about this when he had his kid. I was like, dude, daylight savings time, man. It sucks. And he's like, why? I was like, you'll see. I was like, you got to be prepping for this all week. And then sure enough, he's like, dude, I didn't even know. But yes, you have to. You have to. And let's just get rid of daylight savings, please. God, does anybody like it anymore? No, I don't think it benefits us. I'd really like somebody that is smart to really break down why or why we shouldn't have daylight savings. Please break it down to us like we're stupid because I think we are and we just don't know why we're doing it anymore. By the way, uh, I had a big win for myself last night. My wife and I were watching The Masked Singer on Fox and I correctly guessed that the beach ball Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the beach ball was Honey Boo Boo and Mama June. I was absolutely 100% confident that that's who it was, and I knew exactly why uh, they were on there, too. It's a publicity stunt. It was like, I was like listening to it. I was like, this is so fucking awful. Awful. And then sure enough, that's who it was. I was like, it. And, and I was like, watch, they're going to be talking about like uh, her, her recovery back from addiction or something like that. And sure enough, that's what Mama June was talking about. And it was just like so obvious. But I was very happy for myself. And then I tweeted about that. And then somebody's like, well, only my wife watches that show. I'm like, listen, dick. I can't watch the Nuggets or Avs. I don't have uh, Dish or whoever airs it. There's nothing else to watch. And yes, guess what? It's entertaining. Yeah, I can miss, uh, admit that Brian, who tweeted at me, a.k.a. Dick. Hmm. Anyway. All right. So the Denver Broncos traded Von Miller to the L.A. Rams. In return, they got some draft picks. And a lot of 
Denver Bronco fans are pissed at the Broncos general manager, George Payton. But let me tell you this, guys, real quick. And I'm not trying to be a dick. Of course, when you say you're trying not to be a dick, you're being a dick. George Payton's job is not to be a nice guy. He's not out there to make friends. That's not what his his gig is, okay? He's not looking to be everybody's BFF. You know, he's not bringing charm bracelets to, you know, the facility be like, hey, Vaughn, here you go, or here you go, Teddy. BFFs, look, when we put them together, we're best friends forever. No, he's not doing that. And you can't do that when you're in charge of anything. It doesn't matter if it's the NFL, if you're in charge of a team, or if you're in charge of a business. If you're the person at top, man or woman, you cannot be friends with everybody. That's just bad business. His job is to make the Denver Broncos better. And making difficult decisions goes into that. Decisions that nobody wants to admit that are there or just don't want to do because it's uncomfortable. He believes that trading Von Miller was the best for the team. I don't know if it is, but Peyton, George Peyton believes it is. And as Bronco country, we need to support him on that. Because we don't always see what's going on. We don't know all the drama that may or may not be going on behind the scenes. But he believes that it's the smart choice. We don't know what his plan is in the long run. We don't know what he's going to do with those draft picks. Okay? All eyes are going to be on those draft picks. Is he going to use those as, you know, trade bait for an elite quarterback in this next offseason? I don't know. Is he going to hold on to those draft picks and then all eyes are going to be on those players and be like, they better be better than fucking Vaughn? We don't know. We don't know what his game plan is. We're not going to really know until the end of this season and going into the offseason when the Broncos make some moves or don't make moves. So... Would I rather see Von Miller in a Denver Broncos uniform? Absolutely. I don't want to see him in an L.A. Rams uniform, but I get it. It's business. And good for the Broncos on trading him to a team that is good. He went to bed 4-4, four and four and he woke up 7-1. and one. That's not a bad night's sleep. It's, it sucks. It hurts, but I am just taking a step back. He will definitely go into the Denver Broncos ring of fame. We can all agree on that. Absolutely, 100%. He's a future Hall of Famer, but I'm putting my trust in George Payton. That's hard to do in in this situation when you emotionally you want Vaughn Miller to be a Denver Bronco, but I'm putting my faith in George Payton and assuming that he has a great plan. George Payton's still new to the Denver Broncos. We don't know everything about George Payton, really. I'm putting my faith in George Payton, okay? That's it. 
He's smarter than me. And he knows a hell of a lot more about football, the ins and outs, than I do. I don't know what his game plan is with this Von Miller trade. What's he going to do with those? Is he going to stockpile a bunch of draft picks and then trade for I don't know who? It could happen. So let's just pump our brakes a little bit on the George Payton hate. And there's an another thing that can come out of this trade is the Bronco players that are obviously still on, on the team can go, oh, shit. Any one of us could go. Vaughn went. Any one of us could go. Might not be now, but it could be later, right? So let's step up our game. George Payton was quoted saying something in regards to that the, the Broncos are still in the thick of it. They are. They're not out quite yet. If everybody steps up their game, hey, you never know. And part of this conversation, by the way, John in Denver wrote this in, and he wrote the Broncos are loading on draft picks so that either Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers are acquired. And that's that's what I'm hoping for, guys. I don't want to jump to conclusions one way or another. I'm going to have to sit back, take a deep breath, and go, okay, George, I'll give you this. I'm going to wait. Wait and see. And there you go. So another big conversation in the sports world is Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers tested positive on Wednesday uh, for COVID-19. And the Packers confirmed that uh, Jordan Love will be the starting quarterback on Sunday night's game against the Chiefs. So because of that, because it happened on Wednesday, uh, that leads everybody to the conclusion that Aaron Rodgers actually was unvaccinated. Now, why is that important? Unvaccinated players who test positive must isolate for at least 10 days, even if they're asymptomatic. Vaccinated players, however, can return following a positive test as soon as they produce two negative tests with 24 hours in between. Right? So as long as they are uh, asymptomatic, in other words, Rogers would at least have a chance to play on Sunday if he were vaccinated. So why is that a problem? Well, he said back in August that he was, uh, yeah, I've been immunized. Okay. The problem I have with it is that he lied or he was misleading. And this is kind of what we were all talking about, whether you believe in vaccinations or not. I know a lot of you don't. But I know a lot of you do. So this is the consequence of not being vaccinated, that you miss out on a game. And he is a critical player. Do you think the Bronc or the, the, the Packers beat the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers? Probably not. Probably not. So if he would have been vaccinated, which, again, that's his right, but these are the consequences for it based on the letter of the law. And he's screwing over his team. But again, this is, it's such a, a mixed bag of emotions. He knew the rules going into it. He knew the risk going into this, and this is what happens. 
I'd be pissed if I was one of his teammates. I'd be like, dude, I thought you were fucking vaccinated. And then you're saying, you, yeah, I was. I mean, I can't even say. I, I am immunized. <laughs> I can't say. I sound like an idiot. But anyway, so I, listen, I'm, I'm on both sides of this. But we talked about this a long time ago, that this being vaccinated is working its way into your businesses. It's not just the NFL. And ultimately, companies are trying to protect themselves in the company itself by making sure that its its employees are vaccinated and it's going to it's only going to get worse it's only going to get tighter so i'm i'm disappointed in a sense but then it's also like it, it is his belief if he believes i'm i'm such on, i'm so on the fence on this one and and you let me know because part of me is just like, if he doesn't believe that he needs to get the vaccine, then that's fine. But this is the letter of the law. So, I mean, he he's he could potentially miss two games, and that would suck. And who knows what the NFL is going to do as they currently investigate all this, whether he was officially lying or not. But you know how the media works. They take one little grain of uh, of information and they blow it up. So this might not, I mean, he may have been, you know, complying with the rules from the get go. And then, you know, all this happens and like we find out like he, he did nothing wrong. I don't know. I go back and forth on that one. I I'm vaccinated. I don't hate you. If you're not the hard part is my children. I, I I'm selfish. I care about, Myself, my wife, and my children. Okay? That's it. So if you don't want to do it, that's fine. And you, by the way, guys, you can still get COVID even if you're vaccinated. Let's put that out there. Some people are like, well, he must be lying because he has COVID. Well, you can still get it if you're vaccinated. But anyway, let's move into some uh, random topics and I, I still have yet to make an open for this. Random topics, topics. That's so random. <laughs> there you go. That wasn't even a good fake open, but you're welcome. All right, so this comes in from Bob, a pet monkey belonging to the Texas Longhorns special teams coach Jeff Banks and his girlfriend bit a child on Halloween. And a uh, little side note. The animal is a white-faced chipunkin named Gia with its own Instagram page. Well, that's fun. It also used to perform alongside the, the girlfriend when she was a pole dancer. And her, her name was the Pole Assassin. All right. Okay. I don't judge. Sex work is real work. When you have a pet monkey it's going to bite somebody eventually or rip their face off or limbs. Like chimpanzees are fucking strong. Don't have pet monkeys because shit like this is going to happen. doesn't matter if it's a cute little tiny monkey. It's going to bite somebody's face. It's going to happen. It's like, and what's funny is this is in Texas. Remember, oh, I don't know how many months ago, but there was a, a tiger on the loose in Texas. 
because somebody's pet tiger got loose. Don't have pet tigers because shit like that happens. It gets loose. I, I, I still don't. Uh. So don't freak out and, and be upset at everybody else when your pet monkey escapes and starts biting people. Don't have pet monkeys. That being said, they are adorable. I wouldn't want a pet monkey. I just, I think that would be sad. Just let them, God, could you imagine if we had monkeys here in like Colorado? Ugh, that freaked me out. Go outside. I, I hate squirrels enough. I couldn't imagine seeing monkeys everywhere too. Stealing my goddamn hot dog. We'll get into hot dogs here in a second. This comes in from Matt, sports-related question or topic, the Seattle Kraken, and the other is uh, Squid Game or Dune. I, I, I don't follow hockey that much. I will say Seattle Kraken, the best name in sports. Kraken, love it. Why somebody hasn't used that prior, beyond me. Love it, Kraken. Release the Kraken. Love it. Now, as far as Squid Game versus Dune, I'll tell you this. I've seen half of Squid Game, and I like it. It's it's very interesting. Apparently, there's some issue, though, with the translation and the adaption to um, English. But that being said, I, I, I like it, what I've seen so far of it. I was intrigued. It was very interesting. It's fucked up, but it's good. As far as Dune goes, Dune bored the shit out of me. And I know I mentioned that on Twitter the other day, and oh my God, 90% of you that responded were like, you're a fucking idiot. You either read the books or get the fuck out. Stuff like that. It's like, dude, I don't like the movie. It was boring. I thought the dude that, uh, the Aquaman guy, I thought he was horrible in it. Just, ugh. it was just boring. I'm like waiting for something good to happen. And it didn't. And I'm like, oh my lord, who could watch this shit? It's my opinion. So suck on a cock. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh, I just went too far. All you Duners. Is it Duner? Are you a Duner? You're all mad at me now, and I'm sorry. But that that is uh, my opinion. So yeah, there you go. Not a big fan of it. You might like it, but I don't. Also, Matt wrote in ways to repurpose gym rats' sleeves. All those guys that go to gym, the gym and uh, have ripped off their sleeves. By the way, Matt, when you go to the gym, yeah, it, it feels better when you don't have restriction on your guns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, repurpose, what I'll tell you is what I do or what I have done is I use those in the, the garage. You just use those as stuff to wipe up paint and whatnot. Yeah, just use them as garage rags. You're welcome. Or just rags under your sink for when you're scrubbing weird stuff. All right, we got more of those random questions, including a little history lesson. But first, since 2010, Terrapin Care Station has been providing patients and customers with premium cannabis products at low prices. With online ordering, you can order quickly and conveniently. For up-to-date products and promotions, head to TerrapinCareStation.com or come visit one of their six convenient Colorado locations. They have an incredibly friendly and professional staff who will help you find the cannabis products that are right for you. 
Whether it's in one of their dispensaries or just around town, you'll always feel welcome and well cared for. You're free to be you at Terrapin. Not just because you love weed, but because Terrapin, you know, weed loves you back. Terrapin, flower to the people. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. I know most people go home for the holidays. Me, I stay at the Blake Street Tavern, where there's always a holiday party happening. Don't worry, you still have time to book your bash. With 18,000 square feet and six separate rooms, we can span the spectrum from intimate gatherings to mega corporate events. Call us at 303-675-0505 and we'll get you all the info you'd need. It's a story Blake Street Tavern at Park and Blake, where Denver rings in the holidays. All right. <laughs> all right, this one comes in. Uh, this random topic comes in from Anthony. It's a great one. It's a great Topic, why are there 10 hot dogs in a pack, but buns only come in eight? That's a horseshit situation, and I, it makes me mad. But, is, but I believe it's actually flip-flopped. I believe it's hot dogs come in eight and buns come in 10, something like that. Because I always have leftover buns, and it bugs the crap out of me. It happened the other day. Made some uh, bratwurst, and I had like two buns left over. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this? So one time I actually made um, croutons out of them using the air fryer, and that was kind of cool. But it's just like I shouldn't have to do that. And I know there's probably an ongoing thing where they're like, this is the way we've always done it. This is the way we're going to continue to do it. Or why should I bend to the the buns when, you know, we're the meat? I don't know why they do it. It's ridiculous. And it's annoying. I imagine what it ends up being is that if they keep it at this pace, that they feel that they can get people to buy more is what it is. It's some bullshit. You know there's a, there's a deep, dark secret of why they do that, Anthony. And it drives us all nuts. But they got us. They got us right by the balls. They do. What are we going to do? God damn. Corporate America really fucking us over. You know what I mean? Am I right? High five. Anyway. All right, Alan. Are refs and players on the take? Is the NFL scripted? Does Vegas impact games? Certainly think there is a predetermined outcomes in some of these. Yeah, um... I think, if anything, there is a... I I don't think the NFL is scripted. And you say that to anybody that actually played the game. And you see a fire that goes into their whole being. Because they think it's so preposterous. It's not scripted, but that being said... Feel like the referees sometimes. It's hard not to think that when you're like Tom Brady. Like, why is he getting all the calls all of a sudden? Oh, because he's down by ten points. Oh, does Vegas impact the games? I don't think so. I don't want to get on their bad side. <laughs> I don't. I can't. Uh, it is weird though because Vegas is always right. It seems like when it comes to to games. And I'm not really sure. 
how do they have that much information where they can, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Alan. I don't know. It's an interesting question, but I don't think the NFL is scripted. I don't. Todd. Classic Todd on this question, on this random topic. This is what Todd wrote in. And I'm not going to say his last name, but he did send me this in on Twitter. Todd, random topic. War of 1812. Todd is a dick. (laughs) But I'm going to get into it. Okay, Todd? Real quick. The War of 1812 was actually fought between 1812 and 1815. Todd. It was between USA, United States of America. That's right. Us. Good old America. America. Against Great Britain. They're fucking pissed off about some taxes and shit like that. Whether the the U.S. was involved in, you know, goods or not, they were trying to tax them. It's like bullshit. USA is like, no, fuck you, bro. No, fuck you, bro. Anyway, the best thing that came out of this was the Star Spangled Banner was written by Francis Scott Key. That's right. That's right. I believe it was in 1814. Todd. Okay. He decided to write it in regards to the defense of Fort McHenry. And in 1931, J. Edgar Hoover, wait, was it Hoover? (laughs) J. Edgar, well, Hoover. Hoover declared it the national anthem. Okay? There you go. You're welcome. It wasn't J. Edgar Hoover. Anyway, either way, it was declared the national anthem. You're welcome. And Todd, thank you. Thanks for writing in. Small baller wrote in, people who drive huge vehicles complaining about gas prices. Yeah, that's right. And it was funny because uh, Small Baller actually sent in a link with uh, inflation, and it's like it's not as bad as you guys think. But that being said, like prices all around us are up, guys. They are. You look at the grocery store. You look at, um, you know, just anywhere. Inflation. Everything inflates. Well, back in my day, gas was only like 25 cents. Yeah, well, so was milk. Milk was like a, you know, a nickel. Shit goes up. Now, I get it. I get it. The, you know, last year, gas was a little bit cheaper. I get it. But that shit fluctuates constantly, guys. Constantly. And I drive a Honda Accord. And guess what? It is what it is. Don't drive a fucking Hummer. Right? Don't drive those trucks that are like two miles to the gallon and then complain about gas. Come on. Buy more efficient. That's my motto. Now I got these gas people going to be emailing me and texting me like, fuck you. Goddamn Biden. I do have people every now and then just it's again, it's usually the flat earthers, but every now and then I'll, I'll say something and be like, Oh, I know who you voted for. Who fucking cares who voted for who we're in this shit together. Eat some ice cream. That makes the president happy. Maybe it'll make us happy. Ken wrote in is Patrick Mahomes in the chief dynasty over. I hope so. I don't know if I would call it a dynasty, But yeah, their dominance seems to be falling apart. And I think, part of me thinks, 
this is kind of nobody's I don't think anybody's really talked about it. The problem is is Patrick Mahomes isn't right. The, and I'm saying that because I think I think he's irritated as fuck with his brother and his wife. They're both kind of fucking annoying and they're all over social media doing dumb shit. And I think they're distracting him and they're irritating the fuck out of him. And he's not doing great. I think it would be best for the Chiefs if if they isolate Patrick Mahomes for the season and then he would get back on track. Now, as a Denver Bronco fan, I'd say, you know what? We need to get more of his wife and his brother uh, on the sidelines. <laughs> Just really, you know, distract the shit out of him. Yeah, it, it they're they're not looking great, but that being said, it's the Chiefs. And you know what? The season's far from over. So they can regroup, they can tighten things up, and next thing you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're back at it. And they could be in the hunt, and they could be a dominant force again. I, I, I never count them out. Never count them out. Uh, Troy wrote in, Chickpea, love them or hate them? I don't even rem- know what chickpeas are. Hold on. What is chick? Hold on. Let me Google that. Chickpea. Um, let's see. What is it? Give me a goddamn image. Oh, I like those. Yeah. Oh, the, that's like a garbanzo bean? Yeah, those are good. You put them in salads and shit. Right? Yeah, those are fine. Tried to get me on that one, Troy. You did. Hey, by the way, this comes in. This is kind of left over from last episode. Timothy wrote in, I had a co-worker state his nipples were cold and that he knew he was sick because of that. <laughs> That was in regards to worst uh, reasons to call in sick. Mm. I guess if you, Tim, if if that's how he knows his body, I mean, maybe he does. Maybe you know. anytime I get sick, I always get this like weird smell in my sinus, and it smells. I, it's not like a gross smell, but it's just like it's my sick smell that I I know that like I have some sort of sinus infection working or some shit like that. Or what happens is my Every single injury that I've ever had, and I've had, I have had a lot of them. Uh, every single injury just hurts, and then I'm like, okay, I know I'm getting sick. I'm getting body, those body aches, but I've never heard of somebody saying that my nipples were cold. And I'm wondering if they mean that they're like hard, uh, you know, ready to cut some glass and shit. Uh, and if that's how he knew he was sick, that's interesting. Mark Schlereth always has hard nipples. It's the weirdest thing. You know, I'm sorry. It would always be funny to me. He, I would be like walking next to him and be like, oh, is it cold in here? Because he always wears those tight shirts because he's, he's huge. He's got to show off the, show off the, show off the meat. Uh, and then be like, oh my God, they're, he, he was, he'd always say that his nipples are always hard. Which is probably a symptom of something, but that's for another time. Most of us don't like to go into doctors. Not me. I have a frequent uh, doctor card. I always go in there. Hey, Scott, how's it going? What's what's the problem today? Well, I ripped my shoulder. <laughs> Classic Scott. All right. We're going to put a bow on this here in a second, but everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and in Thornton. They're just amazing. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, 
wine and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. It's awesome. And did you know they have curbside pickup available? Yes, sign me up. And did you know they do an online wine education class? Oh, oh, oh you and I both need that. And listen, even if you know wine, you should get into that because that would be kind of just fun. Stop on by 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. Or you can always find weekly deals, events, or even drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. All right, so circling back, everybody can agree, yes, yes, next time we get a vote on it, uh, no more daylight savings time. Please, please. I don't know why anybody would agree that uh, we need that anymore. Only assholes, okay? Are you an asshole? No, you're not an asshole. Get rid of daylight savings time. Come on. Don't be an asshole. That should be the, the, the campaign. Oh, my God. I should. Somebody write this down and make this a, a campaign motto for next election. It's like vote against blah, 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 daylight savings. Don't be an asshole. Vote for vote no on this or whatever. Or yes, whatever, however it's worded. Right? Come on. You're welcome. God. I I have a gift. You're welcome. Von Miller traded to the Rams. Yeah, it sucks. I would love to see him to still be a Denver Bronco, but it's business, and I'm putting my faith in George Payton. And time will tell whether or not it was a good move or, or not. And I'm hoping it is. I'm hoping it is. So don't let me down, George Aaron Rodgers, I'm on the fence on this. He knew the he knew the risks going into this. If he didn't get fully vaccinated, that this situation could occur. So that bothers me. But that being said, I know it's his right to not get vaccinated. If you don't want to be vaccinated, that's fine. That's your prerogative. But he knew the he knew the consequences going into this. So. That's where it kind of bothers me because now he he's out definitely at one game. And, you know, just depending on how things go, he could end up missing multiple games. So that's interesting. It'll be interesting, too, once more information comes out on the situation. I'm not completely mad at Aaron Rodgers. It's just like a little bit disappointed. <laughs> not really, though. It's, a, it's his deal. That's what he wants to do. Also, when you have a pet monkey... It's going to bite something, right? And most likely, if you're in Texas, there's going to be a loose animal running about and it's going to attack you. <laughs> I don't know what the odds are on that, but let's just assume, assume that uh, uh, when you go outside today, there's either going to be a tiger or a monkey. And would you want to see either one of those? No, not really. Uh, Squid Game is definitely better than Dune. Dune is awful. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Uh, we're never going to fix the hot dogs to bun ratio. That's never going to be fixed because they don't want it to be fixed. They're inside our minds right now just laughing. Ha, 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 God damn it. The NFL is not scripted, but I think sometimes the refs are being told to lean towards a team or not. That's a complete conspiracy theory. You're welcome. Todd is a dick, and he tried to get me on the War of 1812, and 
lucky for me, I was able to do a watch a four minute video on YouTube about what the War of eighteen twelve was because I completely forgot. People who drive big vehicles shouldn't really complain about gas prices. Okay, I'm just saying, don't complain about it. Get a more fuel efficient vehicle like mine. It's a Honda Accord for whom I have nicknamed Hondron. I always tell my kids it's a transformer. Then my daughter decided today, she's like, I don't want to call it Hontron anymore. I want to call it Cupcake. So my car has two nicknames, but I'm kind of leaning towards Cupcake now. I, w I do enjoy that. So thank you, honey. Uh, chickpeas are good. And if your nipples are hard, you might be sick. You might be. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I know there's at least a couple doctors that listen to this program, which is baffling to me. Uh, but, hey, you guys reach out to me. If your nipples are hard, does that mean you're sick? If they're normally flaccid? I normally have flaccid nipples, but they are rock hard right now. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. The things that doctors must get at times. Could you imagine, like, that question? I was, what brings you in today, Todd? Well, see here, Doc, my, my nipples, they, they hard, rock hard. Normally, they flaccid and they, they kind of hang down and droopy. But today, they're, they are pointing out, like, dead ahead. I think I'm sick. Like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's a good indicator. Like the turkey's done type of thing. Yeah, I don't think that's, I don't think you're sick. But maybe, we'll see. I don't know. The first time I met my doctor, it was funny because, um, I shouldn't say it's funny. Uh, I had a, a hemorrhoid rupt rupture. <laughs> I was like t early 20s. And it was like, <laughs> freaked me out. Too much information, I know. So like the first time I met this guy, amazing doctor, Dr. Yeesh, and I go in there and it's already like an uncomfortable thing that uh, my my butt was bleeding. And I go, I go lay down on the, he has me lay down and pull down my unders. And then he's like, huh. Do you stick something up there or why is it? <laughs> I'm like, no, no, a really difficult BM. And it must have just ruptured it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. And then the come to find out he, he like he knew who I was because of the radio station. I'm like, oh, that's even fucking worse. Anyway, so good times. Yeah, hemorrhoids, they, they're real. And they can happen to you when you're young, which is crazy. All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> That's a way to end it. You're welcome. Bleeding anuses, hard nipples. That, my friends, is to huff uncensored. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening or watching. Just go ahead and click on that subscribe button. Then if you're able, go ahead and share it. Thanks to Burns and McCoy. Go to burnsandmccoy.com to see all their amazing products. Go to Blake Street Tavern as well, 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. You're going to get an amazing meal with a, a fantastic atmosphere. I love it. They have so many TVs in there. It's just like sports, sports, sports. And it's just fun. And everybody, it's just great, great people work there. You're going to love it. Go again, 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver, Blake Street Tavern. Also, thanks to Total Beverage 
and uh, check them out at totalbev.com and Terrapin Care Station. They're at terrapincarestation.com. That's spelled T-E-R-R-A-P-I-N, carestation.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate you, all of you. The numbers are looking great. Last month was the most successful month in the history of the Huff Uncensored, and I truly appreciate it. Each month, we're going up. Each month, we're growing, and that's all I can ask for. And all I can ask for is you guys keep listening and share it if you're able. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. We'll talk to you next time.